Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thanks, Steve. Today I'll be speaking with a couple who is relatively new to work camping. They are originally from Denver and now living near Savannah, Georgia. In addition to work camping, they are committed to helping couples strengthen their relationships, as well as encouraging more African Americans to experience the RV lifestyle. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with a community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Craig and Sharon Butts started their RV adventure during the COVID situation. They have a 39-foot 2003 Winnebago Chieftain motorhome. They've held work camping jobs nearly 70% of their time on the road. Sharon is a high school English teacher, and Craig works with computers when he's not serving as the director of a nonprofit organization in Savannah called Unity in the Community. Consequently, they are part time RVers who go out for weeks or months at a time before returning to their home. They often take work camping jobs to support their lifestyle when traveling so they can get a free full hookup campsite. And, as work campers, they sometimes get a larger RV site as well. Craig and Sharon started work camping at Skidway Island State Park near Savannah, Georgia, when they took care of the restrooms in the campground. At the moment, they prefer to travel around Georgia and venture into Florida. However, they'd really like to spend some time in New England, especially in the Washington, D.C. area. Of all the benefits of RVing and the work camping lifestyle, Craig and Sharon said meeting new people is by far their favorite aspect. RVing has a way of mellowing people out, something Craig said he appreciates as a self-described high-strung type of person. Being outside in nature helps people relax and release some of the tension in their lives. Craig noted that RVing can either strengthen relationships or work to expose weaknesses. He and Sharon host a weekly radio show called Taking the Journey Together, which airs Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WRUU Radio. They also host another show streaming live on Facebook and Roku Thursdays at 6 p.m. on the All Things Relevant Network. In each episode, they discuss different elements of a thriving and healthy relationship. To tell us more about their RVing and work camping experiences, as well as all the other things they're involved in, please welcome Craig and Sharon Butts to the show. Thanks for joining me, Craig and Sharon. I appreciate your time. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and where you're from. We both are transplants here in Savannah, been here since about 2000, what? About 2011. Yes. Through uh, First Kansas City, Missouri, 
And of course, the first destination was Denver, Colorado. Yes. So that's where we actually came from, Yeah. this direction. Okay. So you're originally from Denver? Yes. She was a, a second relationship or second marriage. I met her when I was up there doing some office setup for the 2000 U.S. Census. And 2010. We, 2010, that's right. So I met her there and then we went this direction. Yeah. Wonderful. And how long have you been RVing? About two years, about two good years. Yeah. Two good years. Yes. We started in now. We started just about, we're coming up on our second anniversary as a matter of fact, now that I think about it. Okay. So you are one of the folks who started your adventures during the COVID pandemic. Yeah, we did. It was just as it was. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It was was starting to go strong. Yes. What kind of RV do you have? We have a 2008, is it? No. Thank you for giving a couple more years. <laughs> I really appreciate that, really. <laughs> okay. It's a 2003 oh, okay. Winnebago Chief, didn't it? 39T. So it's almost 40 foot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very similar to the RV I had when I was full-timing a few years ago. So very good. Oh. Cool. And how uh, have you been work camping the entire time? Or do you run a you business know. out of your RV? I think most, I think almost... of the time we've been work happy. Yeah, we've done a lot of it from there, but yes, so it's not full-time. We're looking for full-time. We like to be out there a lot more, but yeah, we've, I think you're right about 70%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are some of the jobs that you've had? We started off at a state park, Skidaway Island State Park, and we were there for, I think, three months or something like that. And we did, we made sure the certain area because they have course, several- it, it, it's pretty much similar to what most yeah. work campers do yeah you know what i'm saying in that particular end which is something we're probably asking quickly. Yeah. yeah so we took care of the bathrooms and the grounds you and went ahead anyway didn't you okay <laughs> <laughs> no we need to know what people are doing they like to hear what other folks have done and she, kinds you, of jobs she does that all the time i'll be honest with you That's is that just, right yeah when we do our radio program taking <laughs> journey together one of the things they like about it is we're pretty authentic as a couple from that end and that's the only best way to do it be honest with you that's the only way you can stand each other in that little bitty box i'm true. excuse me in that, <laughs> that rv mm-hmm. that is a challenge for couples to live in the close yeah. confinement it really mm-hmm. exposes any fissures that might be in the relationship doesn't it yeah yes, yeah yes. It, can, it can it can strengthen your friendship if you're really trying to build that as a good base for relationship anyway whether it's an rv or not yes the veneer you had is going to get cracked so you folks do a podcast on relationships yes yeah yeah we do yeah tell us about that you've been doing it for how long again Sharon? we started in 2019 this time mm-hmm. done it before but this time we started in 2019 with the radio show and it's a weekly radio show. And then in 20... The weekly radio show is the one that's on Saturday. Yeah, that's 9 Saturday, a.m. in the morning, morning. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. What's the other one? And the other one is on a live stream station, network. live stream network. To Facebook. Yes. And it's on Thursday nights at six o'clock. And What's... then they bumped us up to be able to see that same program if you want on Roku. On Roku. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's neat. And what's it called? What, how can people find it? It's called Taking the Journey Together. That's an appropriate name for a podcast about relationships. Yeah, yes. we thought it kind of went together pretty well, actually. And it's a lot like what we do, too, because we're always looking for journeys, or some people call them adventures, mm-hmm. call them journeys we can do. 
And do you interview people on that podcast or are you just bantering back and forth among yourselves? Besides bantering back and forth, <laughs> we also have different <laughs> principles that we in turn try to put out there because we're really about trying to expand, help people remodel or help people try to be, have a thriving and healthy relationship. So from that particular end, we do that, but we do have some guests. We have some very unique guests that come on our show once in a while. Yeah. In fact, we're trying to get a new lineup this year. That's great. Now, it sounds like you folks do RVing part-time, but you're also work camping when you're out there RVing. Is that right? Yes. 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 That's a unique way of doing it. A lot of people just jump in full speed ahead and sell their house and jump into the RV and off they go work camping and RVing full-time. But you guys have a location in Savannah that you're still that you still own and you return to frequently, but you go out on your adventures, but work camping to help support that. Yes. But I think it, it really helps supports the adventure. In fact, mm -hmm. I was talking to her how, at least for me, I'm a high strung kind of person. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, being out uh, there, being <laughs> out in nature has a way to, I'm going to use the word my young, my son would probably say, mellow you out. Yes. And relax. Being Vietnam, and I'm not Vietnam, excuse me, being <laughs> a VA person. There's some other Veteran. things too that you you need some way to be able to wind down. You need some way to be able to relax. You need some way to get some tensions off you, if you may want to say. And outside in the weather or in the forest and all that good stuff does that. At least it does it to me. Yes, it definitely does. Nature has some very effective healing properties. A lot of people yeah. have said that and discovered that. Just getting out there for a walk in the woods can do a lot for your soul recovery and things like that. Yes. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. What do you like most about work camping or the RVing lifestyle? The, getting to know a lot of different people. Mm. Get to meet a variety of people with a lot of different stories and just being able to talk to them and make their stay even better than what it would normally be. Yeah. You think the same thing? Something. Sometimes you meet some people that are very civil and in turn comfortable in their way to be able to reach out and to communicate with people. But you find sometimes the living as a camper means you're also going to be isolated in your space. And so people will like to have that respect of their space and live like, in, like if you were in a community of homes, yeah. everybody has their own home, their own space. You don't necessarily come to the yard if you don't want to. And so we find, we also found that as existence. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. It is fun though at campgrounds, pe many people just walking up and down and around in the big loops and they just stop and chat with their neighbors or yes. they're invited over to join in on the campfires and things like that. But if you want to be alone, you can be alone too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What attracted you to this whole lifestyle? Why'd you jump in the first place? Years ago, and I say years ago, mm -hmm. it wasn't that many years ago, but early on in our relationship, we had talked about getting a bus or an RV and taking our show taking the journey on the road yeah but it was just from the relationship standpoint and somehow that thought never really went away and so at some point we started looking at rvs and here we no, are not exactly <laughs> no, even though that wasn't too bad well what happened was before the virus thing came yeah. about thing nobody was really thinking about doing rvs but the customers same old people a lot of americans especially were not into it much at all that's very and true. what happened was an rv of a price that i could not resist <laughs> popped up on on marketplace and the venture really started from there yeah. one of the things for sure i did a lot of youtube watching of 
how to deal with RVs because it's different many systems that are in the RV. I wouldn't suggest anyone to jump into an RV real quickly to at least you have some kind of knowledge of it underneath your belt. It's a responsibility. And sometimes it could be a money pit too if you're not careful with what you're doing. That's right. So I watched a lot of RVs after that popped up on my Facebook and saw the price was really so low that there was no way I said, no, guy took a down payment to it at the same time. He was getting rid of it because his younger lady he was with didn't want it no more. And so it was like one of those things where it was supposed to be. The timing was right. Exactly. Timing was right. Did it require any repairs to make it roadworthy and things like that? That's always, what's the word, how to say truth is what? From that end, when you do that YouTube stuff, you never did it before you overkill. So I probably had some things changed that the manufacturer didn't think nothing about, but yet I saw in a manufacturer a book when I looked it up to get it changed and it really didn't need to be done. And there's a lot of things I did to it we didn't need to do. But we didn't regret the fact that we updated the inside. Yes. It was an older looking inside. She didn't like it. So we decided to almost gut the whole thing and redo it ourselves the way we wanted. What kind of additions did you make? We changed the flooring. That is. And yeah. And then we painted. He put in new lighting. We took out the fluorescent lights and put in more modern lights and it goes all the way through it. The lighting was great. We turned we changed the um the chair and table that was in there, we changed that out. Blackout curtains. Or yes, blackout, blackout shades. Uh, shades up. Had to change both of the uh, fans on our top because they just didn't look well enough. Mm -hmm, that yeah. And then we color coded it the way we wanted it. Yep. Made it real cold. So put, a, put one of those fireplaces in there. Not real one. Yep. Changed where the TV was. So yeah, it's then, much more comfortable. Like and then we put backsplash on the stairs oh, many where places, you come in. Yeah, yeah. So that we took away that carpet stuff that they mm -hmm. like to put there. <laughs> That ugly stuff that always yeah. attracts the mud, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The kinds of shades that you put in, were these the kind that you can see out, but people can't see in? No, it took a little bit of research. I finally, and also to research what was going to be cheap. I thought changing shades like in the old days was easy. You just can't walk down to Walmart or Kmart anymore. They do it that well because they're different odd sizes. Mm. Plus those out who did it before know what I'm talking about. So I happened to find a company from out of town that had a one or two day turnaround. I can't remember the name of that particular time, but they did the blackouts where it's totally blacked out on one side, which is black going in the inside and it's white on the outside, on the other side, excuse me, so it can reflect the sun. Works perfect. Really? And they'll customize it to the size that you measure it out, send it all out. And then you, with all the hardware, you just put it out. We just did an article about that for a recent issue of Work Camper News and talked about how that can help save money for energy and things like that by keeping the inside much cooler than oh, if yes. you didn't have those kind of shades. Exactly. Yes. And then we also use those little blocks that are made of some kind of styrofoam. I don't know exactly. And they have aluminum on the other side. Is that aluminum? Rentals kind of it, aluminum yes, on the side. It's, yeah. And they'll cut out the put in your fan vents. Your fan, not fan, fan. vents. Yep. The, the fan, skylight kind the of skylight areas. where the fans are because the sun sometimes can cut through there and it can put some heat in there too yes that's right yeah i never thought of doing that but i've seen people who have put in those are they thick or thin no i got the one that are thick because obviously it's thicker just like insulation mm -hmm. to get less heat i mean through even though the top part is reflected with aluminum which does a good job it gets pretty hot to the touch on a very hot day you can touch the bottom you can feel a little bit of heat have you faced any challenges while you've been RVing or work camping? Still going out more yeah. than once. The yeah. one place we were staying at, I don't want to mention it, but <laughs> the electricity went out a lot. a lot. 
and it caused us, of course, to have to use our, our generator at least one particular time. And it was because of the fact there was a hurricane. I think it was a hurricane, was it? Or yeah, there was a hurricane coming close by. Exactly. So our lights went out. A lot of the years there were very afraid. Some of them left. They were mandatory. To leave. Yeah. So some of them were left. Of course, we stayed there. But yeah, that was a pretty scary time. That was, that was different. What yeah, state that was. was that? I was in Georgia. You were in Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Well, the problem when the electricity goes out suddenly like that and comes back in and out and in and out can have play real havoc on your electronics inside that RV. Did you exactly. have any problems or did you have a really good surge protector? No, I had a good surge protector on mine. That was one of those main things I looked at as on YouTube before I even started. <laughs> so I made sure I bought one. And of course, being a computer guy, anyway, that's what I did most of the time for a living. You always have some kind of either backup or surge mm -hmm. protector too. What are some of the perks that you've been able to enjoy while you've been RVing and work camping? Do you get your free campgrounds? Oh, yes. Directly to that, you minimum should get the campgrounds free, which is why we go there. It's the of course. It's usually full hookup. All of ours have been a full oh, hookup, okay. so we enjoy that. Yeah. And, of course, we get to have a TR to get around, which is important. We like that particular portion. And then what are some other? A space that we oh, yeah. can, can really space around the, the RV that is more than what a normal, a usual camping space exactly. is. That can be helpful. Some campgrounds, yeah. they can be fingertip to the neighbors. But the, um, yes. yeah. they yes. gave work campers a little extra space to unwind, huh? We hope that in the future, which is what this is all about, because we want to continue to do that, that with the many that are out there, we will probably hopefully make choices that are wise enough to really not do that if we don't get that kind of space. It's just for us, we're older too. Yeah. It's just not comfortable all the time going to some of those camp places where you look outside, oh, the neighbor's just right there. I thought I left my neighborhood. So, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> can be a sore subject for some people. What, what are some of the places that you have traveled outside of the ones that you had mentioned, Denver and, did you say Florida? Overall. Oh, Colorado and Florida. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, you mean overall, traveling overall? Yes. I'm assuming he's talking about with the RV, of course. Okay, with the RV, we have been to, yeah, just Florida and Georgia. Well, statewide, just Florida yeah. and Georgia, but, but we've been to Hannah Park. Um, we've been to Skidaway Park. We've also been to Wortham. We've been um, to Diamond Lake. Diamond Lake. And what's the um, last one we just came from? Hallbrook Park. Yes. And then what's the one I hated that's crossed the oh, from the uh, ships? Oh, Huguenot. Huguenot. Uh, Ooh, I don't like Huguenot. That <laughs> was not an experience. No? Do you want to talk about that? They just say that it's very dusty and a sand. You can really sandblast your RV. It, it sits on a peninsula. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Is that thing blocked? On the ocean? The peninsula is right close to the ocean. Okay. And then you have a net called St. John's on this side. And then you have the end of the river over there. And you're in between. It's just not funny. So that wind creates a vortex. and it's Oh, yes. very strong. Oh, and whatever. they don't have full hookup either. Exactly. I don't like that. No. That's not, 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 no. not cool. That wouldn't be fun at all. Do you have any plans no. for traveling in 2023? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Another, actually, Afro-American campsite, young ones out of Atlanta, they have one up in Warthen, Warthen, Georgia, Georgia, which we went to years years ago, are inviting us back to become their camp host in May for a couple of months when she's off um, from doing her schoolwork. And then I think we're going to spend some time back again for a couple of weeks at Diamond Lake, who we like. There's two more chances to go back maybe to Hannah. Mm -hmm. And then the Army Corps of Engineers is talking to us. Because I didn't even know that Army Corps engineer 
had camps. And as Sharon was saying, talking to people, you get to know a lot of things yes. in the camp world that you would not know. And I didn't know that the Army Corps engineer has quite a few, they say very nice campgrounds. And so I think we had a chance maybe to do something with them, hopefully before the end of the year. Yes. So those kind of RV parks are overlooked gems, really, because they often give more space to the campgrounds and they're also in very scenic locations many times. That's and that's what, what I, that's, said. that's exactly yeah. what they said. So we were like, the camping gods must have been smiling on us <laughs> when someone just emailed us. Hey, how would you like to take a look? And they had a whole bunch of openings, so considering it. Craig said that you were working on schoolwork, Sharon. Are you in school or are you a teacher? It feels like both. I'm a teacher. <laughs> what do you teach? I teach high school English. Oh my goodness. Good for you. Yeah. And do you have another yeah. job yourself, Craig? Besides being a director of a nonprofit organization, yes. which yeah. is something of a thankless, <laughs> thankless job. <laughs> no, I really enjoy giving back to the community. I've been part of doing it for a long time. I'm the no more eight to five job. Most of my life was doing IT work. So I work with computers and stuff like that. And so what is this nonprofit? The nonprofit is a organization that has a vision to give back to youth and young adults. Basically, what we do is we do free family fun events. The largest event that we're doing right now is down on River Street in Savannah, Georgia. We've been doing it for the last eight years. We have arts and crafts. And sponsors that come from all over the country to come down to River Street, Wasakas Plaza, be part of an event. We also have events that we do in Richmond Hill, which are community give back events. One is a movie we've been doing for the last three years for Christmas time for the kids there. And I think we also do, what's that school? It's a back to school backpack giveaway where we put all the school supplies that they need into a backpack and we have food and music and vendors that come out that give community information like sickle cell information, voter registration information, different things like that, so that it's a community-wide. That's great. Do you have any plans or do you have any places on your adventure list that you would like to get to that are outside of your local area? Oh, in the local area? Yeah. Oh, oh beyond you're, that. You're concentrating pretty much on Georgia and Florida and all of that. Right, because it's summers is when you're taking off and going on camping. Yeah, yep. yeah. Do you plan to go anything anywhere really far, like up to New England or out to the back to the Colorado area? Well, I haven't well, thought about right that. Now oh, we yes, have thought about maybe going to yeah. the New England area up for DC. DC. Yeah, I forgot yes. about that. In fact, okay. if, somebody, if anybody has a, a good campground that we could go to that's near Washington DC, because that's where her daughter lives. And DC, then we would love to get some information so we could take the camp and camp her up there. Stay, you know the rest of the story. Cherry Hill Park is in Washington, yeah. DC, and it's a very popular campground, and they hire work campers. So I would recommend you guys check that out. Wow. wow. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Do you have any advice for people who are considering becoming work campers, even part time? First of all, they need to know that it's not a pay job. I'll say that first of all. So that means, there's some things you can relax and not necessarily feel that I have to always punch the clock to do this. Cause if you don't, if you get uptight about that in that way, you're going to really feel uncomfortable doing your job. I'll be honest with you. And yeah, I'll say, I'll just stop on that one. Turn it to my phone. And, and one of the other things that is important to know is that in some situations, you need to be the welcome wagon. And if you don't really feel up to it, you still need to be the welcome wagon. 
So sometimes you have to put yourself to the side, but that's like any, in anything that you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think last one that is important is having ownership of the responsibility that you have. Yes. Now I know some stories now. I know some stories, some work campers that went way overboard in that matter because <laughs> we've heard them. Okay. And we always feel that we like to treat the campers the same way we want to be treated. So we're not trying to intrusively be in your business, but we know the certain things that have to be taken care of from that particular, make it look nice and all that other good stuff. Sometimes paperwork to interface with you, but otherwise we're not about trying to find out what are you here for? What do you do? We don't do, well, at least we didn't do that in the last place we were at. That's great advice, Sharon, that you have to put aside your personal feelings that you might be experiencing that day and all of that, because people are showing up at the campgrounds looking to have a good time. And so mm. by being the welcome wagon and making them feel welcome themselves, you're just kind of spreading the joy. That's great advice. Anything else you'd like to talk about your RVing experience? Oh, so you didn't like my advice. <laughs> <laughs> I like hers a lot. Because <laughs> most of the time I'm actually campground <laughs> and she has to go back and forth from work. Oh, is that right? So you're committed oh, yeah. to support the school. Oh, yeah. Many okay. times there's sometimes we're, we're staying out there, even though it's past her time to be in school, but she's close enough to go back yeah. and forth um, from after school. So I'm the one that's mostly there exactly. at the camp and get to know the environment of the camp and the environment of the people. Yeah. And so then it's wonderful there. too, because sometimes he'll mm -hmm. meet people and make a connection. And then I'll get a call saying, when you get here, we got to go and so you can meet. It's just a wonderful thing. Hopefully they're still there. Yeah, they will be. Yeah, people come and show you. Then you also, too, in the same time I heard better is people come and go a lot. So you got to be prepared for, you might get into a good relationship. You get real comfortable, but they move on and you yeah. just got to be used to that. Do you folks live full time in an RV or do you have a sticks and bricks home and use the RV? periodically the last work situation we were in the rv for what seven months and he's going back and forth to work That's yeah okay yeah super now it just sits out on the side of the house right now waiting to go again waiting to go again very good thank you so much i really appreciate the time this has been great i'm glad you are having a good experience and it's neat to talk to somebody who does it part-time I wish more and more people would take advantage of that because a lot of school teachers, they're looking for something to do in the summer, especially when they have several months off. What a great opportunity to see America and get paid to do it, or at least do it on the cheap by getting a free RV site. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Super. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I wanted to say that we've been, we're happy that we also know running into a lot of Afro-Americans who are now out there doing a lot of uh, not only RVing, but we know that some of them are wanting to also get into the world of work camping. And we're glad that many times we can be that role model, if you may want to say. As the we've ambassador. Been many, exactly. <laughs> and the we know that some of the young ones that we get a chance to talk to think many times that RVing is all about the lion's. Tigers and bears. And we try to tell them we haven't caught one yet. We want them to know that even though you think of other folks or maybe your grandfather, grandfather down the road, maybe did that with the one on the pickup. Things have changed now. Yes. You can now give it a try. You're free to roam the country. That's great. I'd like to see more African-American families out there doing this. And what can the industry do to improve it or make it? One of the things that we talked a little bit when we went down to the Tampa had its RV oh. this weekend. One of the, that's the largest one we've it's ever seen. I hear it is large. It's absolutely huge. You're not going to be able to see it all in one day. 
whatsoever. But one of the things I was trying to talk to some of the manufacturers is in the same matter is that you need to think about coming up with ambassadors, those who can represent that community and help you out in selling your product or at least presenting your product so they feel comfortable. And of course, we went ahead and introduced ourselves. We're pretty good at doing that. We got about three different pages, files on Facebook that follow us between 15 and sometimes 20,000 people. Yeah. And they follow her. She watched the story because she's the English teacher. And I take the picture because I'm a photographer. So we put it out for every Every couple of event we do. Exactly. Exactly. And so we're hoping to hopefully one time to become a facilitator. Now, yeah. is that what you said? No, ambassador. 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 Yeah. So, if there's anybody, so if anybody, a company out there, like Winnebago, the rest of them are looking at, hey, we would like to try to get people of color more be involved with that. We'd be glad to talk to them and become an ambassador. Then we can really do it full time. No. And that's one of the things that seems to be missing is when you see pictures of people RVing, you seldom see African-Americans in those pictures. And so that gives the indication that African-Americans aren't doing it. Or that welcome. It's, it's, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that would be one thing that also would help change that image. Yes. I'd agree with that. I'm thankful for you going out there and spreading the word. It looks like you're already serving as ambassadors. We just need to find you a paid position to do it. That would be nice. <laughs> That'd be very nice. Super. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it very much. Okay. Thank you. Thank you too. Also. I appreciate Craig and Sharon Butts for sharing their stories about part-time work camping. Too often, we feature only full-time RVers, but there are a lot of teachers like Sharon who invest their summer breaks exploring different parts of America. Craig encourages people to do a lot of research before jumping into the RV lifestyle. He personally watched hours of YouTube videos to learn about RVs and the various systems on board. When he saw a motorhome pop up on Facebook Marketplace at a price that was too good to be true, he and Sharon decided to stop planning to go RVing someday and take a leap of faith to get started. They changed the flooring, added new lighting and fans, brought in some new furniture, swapped out the TV for a fireplace, and added blackout shades for a bit more privacy. After updating some of the wall colors, they created a cozy atmosphere that suits their lifestyle. Craig and Sharon have experienced a few challenges as well. The electricity was rather unstable at one of their campgrounds due to an approaching hurricane, which caused them to rely on their generator for power. Craig also made a strong case for quality surge protector to ensure sudden power outage or surge doesn't damage electrical components. Later this spring, the couple will venture back up to Warthin, Georgia, where they'll serve as camp hosts at a campground owned by an African-American couple. They were also approached by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers about serving at one of their campgrounds, which is an option they are considering as well. Craig and Sharon are on a mission to encourage other African-American families to enter the RV lifestyle. Ideally, they want to work for a company or an organization to become ambassadors of the RV lifestyle to that community. To connect with Craig and Sharon, visit their website at www.rvnubies.com. That's rv-n-u-b-e-z-z.com. You can also tune into their Taking the Journey Together radio show Saturday mornings at www.wruu.org, as well as their show on the All Things Relevant Media Facebook group. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by WorkCamper News. 
Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping, how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. That's all I have for this week's show. Next time, I'll be speaking with a couple of work campers who now recruit work campers themselves to help out at a beautiful campground near Tyler, Texas. I'll have that interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thanks for listening.